There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. On April 10, 2006, an old DC-9 jet landed in Ciudad del Carmen, a popular beach town on the southwestern edge of Mexico's Yucatan Peninsula. Another plane, a Falcon business jet, was waiting for it. And so was the Mexican army. Airport workers and officials tried to stop the soldiers from approaching the DC-9, but they failed. Soldiers found the plane's 85 seats, occupied not with impatient travelers, but with suitcases, 128 suitcases, all taped shut and marked with the word private, written in Italian. The suitcases were filled with one kilogram bags of cocaine, somewhere around 5,500 one kilogram bags of cocaine. That's about the weight of the average ambulance or five times the weight of an adult male polar bear or a giraffe or a great white shark. At that weight, about five and a half tons in cocaine that then had an estimated retail value of over $100 million on the street. It was the second largest shipment of cocaine to be confiscated on an aircraft in Mexican history. And thus, it was, of course, a big story. Son las siete en punto de la mañana. Esto es Telereportaje, edición 17,397. Golpe al narco. Elementos del ejército decomisaron ayer en el aeropuerto de Ciudad del Carmen Campeche un cargamento de 5.5 toneladas de cocaína que era transportado en un avión de pasajeros procedente de Venezuela. The DC-9's pilot somehow slipped through the gauntlet, but the soldiers detained the Venezuelan co-pilot and the two Mexican pilots of the Falcon. The Mexican army and the attorney general's office gave a joint press conference the following day April 11, 2006, publicly announcing the bust. It would come to seem that the Army's presence out on the runway that day in April was not a coincidence. The fact that a jet stuffed with cocaine had taken off from the largest international airport in Venezuela, a country in the midst of a Bolivarian revolution, would also raise a few eyebrows. Cocaine is one of the more popular recreational substances on the planet. 
Available pretty much 24-7 in most neighborhoods, much less most cities, large and small, across the globe. The fact that it, and a handful of other extremely popular mind-altering items, is illegal, is not an impediment to, but rather the essential feature of the global marketplace in which it is produced, shipped, sold, and consumed. In this particular marketplace, it is illegality that creates the commodity's high profit margin. And at the same time, the imperative need to maintain the idea that the global industry is somehow hidden, invisible. I emphasize idea here because it is not invisible at all. Imagine trying to hide in the era of iPhones, Google Earth, and satellite-guided weaponry. The global production and distribution of oranges, or almonds, or even cigarettes. It just doesn't make sense. In January 2021, colleagues at Detective, a Mexico City-based film and podcast studio, reached out to me about a curious individual they'd been interviewing. Detective had produced a podcast in Spanish called Transportista, based on phone interviews they conducted with this man using a clandestine cell phone from inside a prison in North Carolina. Thank you for calling Berber's Correctional Institution in Winton, North Carolina. The man claimed to have worked as a pilot, entrepreneur, and air logistics coordinator in the international drug trade for some 30 years. He also claimed to be the man behind the DC-9 and its 128 suitcases stuffed with coke. Imagine a plane packed with five tons of cocaine in the platform, a plane on the runway, right under everyone's noses, man. It was laughable. My friends at Detective wanted to know if I'd be interested in working on a sister podcast in English, looking into this curious individual and his story. I listened to the still unreleased Spanish podcast, read the interview transcripts, and did some initial digging around. Yeah, I said, I'm interested. But I can't simply repeat the story that this man told you all, because I haven't spoken to him. I'd need to do my own investigation and see what I can find. Okay, they said, but there is one condition. You'll need to use Cosillo's recordings. Detective had invited the legendary Mexican actor Joaquin Cosillo to read the English translations of Transportistas' quoted interviews with Menolarios, originally planning to translate the Spanish podcast into English. You may remember Joaquin Cosillo as the Bolivian general in the James Bond film Quantum of Solace, or more recently in the Netflix show Narcos Mexico. Cosillo's portrayal of the drug trafficker Cochi Loco in director Luis Estrada's drug war satire film El Infierno, or Hell, became emblematic of the narco-cultural representations during the first years of President Felipe Calderón's so-called drug war, and highlighted this gem of moral ambiguity in the contemporary lexicon. Una cosa es una cosa, y otra cosa es otra cosa. Meaning literally, one thing is one thing, and another thing is another thing. But in April 2006, when the ill-fated DC-9 stuffed with cocaine landed in Campeche, such characterizations of the narco were still relatively regional and minor cultural figures in Mexico. At that time, much of the country was focused on the presidential election campaigns that were then in full swing. Among the major political issues of the day were the democratic transition of power, violent inequality, impunity, the impacts of the North American Free Trade Agreement, NAFTA, on the Mexican countryside, 
and the corresponding waves of forced economic displacement and emigration to the United States. On July 2nd, 2000, a swashbuckling Coca-Cola executive from the right-wing National Action Party rode a wave of social discontent into the presidential palace, unseating the confoundingly named Institutional Revolutionary Party that had ruled Mexico for 71 years. El próximo presidente de la República será el licenciado Vicente Fox Quesada. By 2006, at the end of Vicente Fox's single six-year term, the presidential elections were at the same time a referendum on Fox and the PAN and on the idea of this democratic transition itself. The Zapatista Army of National Liberation in the southern Mexican state of Chiapas launched their other campaign on January 1, 2006, running parallel to the presidential electoral campaigns. La sexta declaración y la otra campaña ha definido una línea muy clara sobre la que les pedimos que se definan, de izquierda y anticapitalista. Instead of promoting a candidate and asking for votes, the other campaign proposed to send a kind of anti-candidate to travel across the country to listen. Subcomandante Marcos was thus dubbed the Delicate Zero and tasked by his commanders with setting off across the nation to listen to stories of injustice and social struggle. His travels provide an organizing vehicle to set the groundwork for a national coalition of anti-capitalist grassroots organizations. One of their much misquoted and misunderstood slogans at that time was, vote or don't vote, organize. De la misma manera, desde la reunión pasada, lo que nosotros propusimos fue que votes o no votes, organízate. Dijimos que la alternativa o la disyuntiva que planteaba la otra campaña no era votar o no votar, sino que había que organizarse. I grew up in Texas and had worked as a volunteer with a few human rights organizations in Mexico in 1999 and 2000. By April 2006, I'd been following the other campaign through some 20 states in southern and central Mexico, working as a freelance reporter, writing for what was then called the Alternative Press. I remember reading stories in the newspaper of a few gruesome executions and a mysterious plane filled with cocaine. But that was still months away from the declaration of a new drug war. The images then filling newspaper front pages were those of protests, not murdered bodies. Anything seemed possible during those months. In the midst of the combined energies of so many diverse grassroots organizations, linking indigenous and campesino and student and women's and queer and worker struggles, all in what proposed to be a single, unwieldy, leaderless, vibrant, anti-capitalist national struggle. And then, two months later, the failed repression of a teacher strike in Oaxaca City ignited a bold, creative, unarmed insurrection. I remember thinking that in the other campaign and in the Oaxaca rebellion, something of world importance was getting started, or maybe not getting started at all, but in the process of transforming, blooming, and taking on a new dimension. And even though the repression of those movements was brutal, I had no idea what was about to be unleashed. And now, some 15 years later, still in the midst of this misnamed, misunderstood war that continues to take and destroy lives, I find myself listening to the adventures of a pilot 
as told to a reporter on an illegal cell phone from inside a federal prison. When I first started digging around in the story, I searched the pilot's name online and found a Twitter account, complete with a photograph, 13 followers, a location description reading, currently incarcerated in the United States, and a short autobiographical paragraph that begins, My lies, my lies make me special. That got my attention. Who is this person? What is he telling us? How much of it is true? How can we know? Why should we care? What, in this gregarious, and as we'll come to learn, litigious pilot story, can help us understand the war we live in? My name is John Gibbler, and this, in a sense, is Transportista. Episode 1, Cocaine 1. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of my Cultura Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. At the press conference in Mexico City on April 11, 2006, a Mexican army official said that the DC-9 had departed from Venezuela bound for Mexico, returned after about an hour of flight due to a supposed mechanical failure, and then departed again. Sometime later, for Ciudad del Carmen. 
This irregular flight pattern raised suspicions, he said. The army commander for the state of Campeche, however, told the press that the airplane had made an unscheduled emergency landing there in Campeche due to yet another supposed mechanical failure. Both army spokespeople said that airport officials had tried to keep soldiers from inspecting the plane, arguing first that it was only making a brief stop, and then that the plane was leaking oil and thus dangerous to approach. The two pilots from the Falcon, officials said, had flown from Toluca, near Mexico City, to Ciudad del Carmen, to pay the DC-9's airport fees. In May 2006, two Tampa Tribune reporters published an article titled Mystery Surrounds Plane Filled with 5.5 Tons of Cocaine. I called Howard Altman, the lead reporter on the story and now the editor of the Military Times. I asked him what he remembered about reporting on that plane. This plane had been sold and flown out of CP Clearwater International Airport. So I started doing some research about who owned it. I contacted the Federal Aviation Administration, looked at their records, and it indicated that it was uh, registered to a company called Royal Suns, Inc., uh, a Clearwater-based air charter service, that on April 11th, the day after the plane was seized, the FAA received a request from Royal Suns to cancel the registration. And so I I did a bunch of research. Um, I had looked at the website of FlightAware. At the time, it was really a relatively new site um, that was tracking the flight and and kind of followed the trail of it on on that. I worked with my colleague, Karen Branch Brioso, who was a fluent Spanish speaker, and she was able to talk to officials in Mexico, the Mexican Attorney General's office. Um, and then she was able to look at the press conference with the Mexican Army Operations Subchief. And we were, through that, we were able to piece together the story. Describing what they called the colorful history of a plane they wrote was well-known to officials at the St. Petersburg Clearwater International Airport. The two reporters noted that it had a logo that appeared similar to the symbol of the Transportation Security Administration. The logo which includes the image of an eagle clutching olive branches and arrows, reads, Skyway Aircraft, Protecting America's Skies. That logo would lead Florida-based reporter Daniel Hopsicker to dub the plane Cocaine One. The logo belonged to Skyway Communications Holding Corporation, a now-defunct shell company of sorts that, in the early 2000s, had a lot of plans and promises and ties to the Republican Party but no assets and no products. By April 2006, Skyway faced bankruptcy, several investor lawsuits, and its phone line was out of service. A listing still available for Skyway on Bloomberg's business website reads, Skyway Communications Holding Corp. operates an aircraft communications and security business. The company supplies broadband network communications with a nationwide coverage infrastructure for both government and civilian applications, to a variety of airborne customers. Skyway also provides a ground monitoring surveillance system. A February 17, 2004, Skyway press release quotes Brent Kovar, president of Skyway, saying the following. The second FCC license allows Skyway to further its quest for a seamless national tower network to support Southeast Airlines aircraft defense contractors, 
and government agencies. And the press release also states, we are excited and proud of the many homeland security solutions we can provide to our nation's infrastructure. They might have been excited and proud in 2004, but two years later, they'd be bankrupt and sued. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. So let's recap. A 40-year-old jet, painted to look like a U.S. homeland security plane, with the logo of a shell company boasting about its connections to defense contractors and government agencies, shows up, stuffed with cocaine, at a small coastal Mexican airport. The plane's pilot disappears. The plane's owner says that he had recently sold the aircraft and provides the bill of sale. And the new owner remains unidentified. Fred Geffen the owner of Royal Suns, Inc., showed U.S. federal agents the bill of sale from March 2006. Geffen told reporters that he was a shareholder in Skyway and that they'd ripped him and everyone else who invested in them off. Geffen also told the Tampa Tribune reporters that he had sold the plane to an unidentified Venezuelan man through an aircraft sales broker from California named Jorge Corrales. Geffen told the reporters that he did not know who bought the jet. Corrales told the reporters that Geffen did know who bought the jet and had even arranged to have the plane flown to Venezuela for delivery on April 5 that year. 
Either way, the buyer's name was not released by Geffen, Corrales, or the government. That all seems odd enough, but it gets stranger. Yet another plane sold out of Florida and loaded with cocaine would crash in Yucatan in September 2007. The pilots would be arrested, and the plane would be linked to CIA rendition flights to Guantanamo. After some two years of investigation, the Drug Enforcement Administration, or DEA, would claim that the money used to purchase the planes was moved through the U.S. bank Wachovia, then a part of Wells Fargo. That would lead Wachovia to settle with the U.S. government, paying $110 million in forfeiture and a $50 million fine. So the U.S. government went after the bank in 2009, kind of. The $160 million was a tiny fraction of the bank's $12.3 billion profit that year. But they never announced who the owner of the plane was. The Mexican government would say that the cocaine belonged to El Chapo Guzman, but not offer a shred of evidence to support that claim. However, a May 2006 internal DEA report had traced the Falcon 20 that was also confiscated in Campeche in April to a Guadalajara-based business owned by a Mexican man named Fernando Blengio Ceseña. The DEA report, which is quoted in the Venezuelan court case against the Caracas airport workers charged in connection with the five-plus tons of cocaine, linked Ceseña to an alias. And yet years would go by, and the second-largest aircraft cocaine bust in Mexican history would lead to a few minor arrests, Wachovia's fine, and little else. The Florida-based reporter, Daniel Hopsicker, spent years following the story on his blog, madcowprod.com, looking into every possible angle of U.S. government involvement with these two planes. But who was the mysterious buyer of the DC-9, whose five-plus tons of cocaine got busted, who had to pay for the confiscated plane and cocaine? A possible answer to these questions would only become visible when, in 2011, a middle-aged man introduced as Fernando told a judge in Miami, Florida that, unfortunately, he was also Raul. My full name is Fernando Blenjo Ceseña, and I am currently 50 years old. I am a pilot. Precisely. And, well, I also had... Well, that's because with the other alias that I had, I was only flying and I had the license. And I was also doing commercial jobs, executive flights, charters, and aerial ambulance flights. Well... Unfortunately, also under the name of Raúl Jiménez Alfaro. This Fernando was also Raúl, and it would turn out, was also yet another Fernando and a Luis. He was the very person who had reached out to Detective using a banned cell phone from inside the Rivers Correctional Institution and offering to tell a story that would show how the politicians are bigger crooks than the narcos. On the next episode, we'll learn a bit more about this rather adamant and complex pilot with multiple identities, a man who claims to have worked with the largest drug trafficking organizations in the world.
Transportista is a Detective production with Exile Content Studio in partnership with iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. Directed and narrated by John Gibbler. Transportista's voice by Joaquin Cosío. Editing and sound design by Fernando de la Rosa and Pedro G. Garcia. Reporting by John Gibbler and Menio Larios. Produced by Julio González. Voice recording by Hugo Merino and René Garcia. Transportistas interviews translated by Carla Ruiz Argais. Production supervision by Nando Vila and Álvaro Céspedes. Associate producers Alonso Aguilar and Alejandro Durán. Diego Enrique Sorno is the creator and executive producer along with Daniel Eilenberg and Isaac Lee. Executive producers for iHeartMedia are Connell Byrne and Giselle Bunces. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions... Let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.